evaluation workshop. Elise, you want to take it away? Oh, and um, we are being recorded by Franklin Matters. here to talk about the superintendent evaluation process. So there's a superintendent evaluation subcommittee, which is command on the And um, we met to talk about the process and are now sharing it with the full committee. And Al can catch up to speed on Franklin Matters Twitter and um, also the Yes, and ask us if any questions. So the superintendent evaluation model is from the Department of Education. will be submitted to Denise Miller before the deadline of Friday, June 3rd. Denise keeps them confidential and delivers hard copies to the superintendent evaluation subcommittee so that we meet in a public meeting. Um, the, super, the subcommittee meets in a public meeting to review the information contained in each of the seven data sheets. So we literally go through one by one, page by page, goal by goal, um, and go through and average the ratings and compile all any narrative feedback um, into sort of a summary document. 
that meeting will be the first week of June. The subcommittee will then compile the quantitative and qualitative information into a summative report that reflects consensus of all perspectives. Um, so even though we have each of the seven individual data sheets that um, we complete are part of the record of the summative evaluation, um, but we do look for consensus. So we're looking for common themes, we're looking for, um, you know, as far as, as uh, recommendations for areas to work on. Um, we look for multiple committee members identifying certain areas and um, looking to get consensus on uh, recommendations moving forward. So the subcommittee chair will meet with Dr. Aharn to, to share a preview of the report. And then the subcommittee will present the report to the full school committee and make modifications as needed to ensure accuracy. So before it's, it's final, we bring it back to the big group and um, review it all together and then look for um, a vote to approve the final report. And then it becomes the official evaluation of the superintendent. So the, the last year's superintendent report is linked um, on that document if you want to look for that. That's the process in a nutshell. The time is going to fly. Um, and any questions or comments? Yes. Um, I know that in some districts, if someone's leaving, they don't because the the evaluation is like for their future. Um, is that like our? Principal's leaving, so he's. I don't even get to do an evaluation as a faculty member on him because it's used for his future um, performance, and so it's. So yeah, so I think there's a little bit of a tension uh, that exists with the evaluation process um, with somebody's departure. Uh, the Department of Education does expect you to complete an evaluation. Um, it could be as simple as copying the ratings from the last evaluation, or it could be kind of a new evaluation. I think taking and keeping in mind perhaps um, anything that's like forward-looking might be more limited. Yeah. Um, and perhaps personal. So not necessarily so much around like work in the district, but maybe like if there's an area of personal growth that you as, uh, especially new committee members who maybe haven't worked with me that you noticed, um, it could be, you know, kind of a, a personal piece that would be translatable uh, across, across districts. Um, but the Department of Education does expect uh, any educator in the district that's been employed for 90 days or more to have an evaluation. Um, so because I would like, I, I would like to discuss how you, we can do some, not the full thing, just because we're all so busy and because the point of it is for the future. Um, I don't know if Tracy could give us, you know, what that might look like. Um, it's interesting because some of the recommendations are person or more personal, but some are really based on work in the district. Yeah. You know, I'm just sort of remembering off the top of my head there were things about, you know, consistency between elementary mm -hmm. ELA curriculum or whatever. So that's yep. not gonna help you in yep. after June thirtieth, but that will help the next superintendent. So maybe there's a way yeah. that that's what I was thinking, like what parts like, could be the, useful for our work yeah. and for the remaining administrators or the people, the stakeholders who offer, but not um, not the full shebang. 
Well, I think you could um, look at the goals. So there'll be two years worth of evidence because these are two-year goals. So there'll be two years worth of evidence. Not that you have to look at all two years, but you'll have the first year as reference. And um, you know, you could create uh, a rating on the goals. There's six of them, uh, and then you know, kind of a rating on the six focus indicators, uh, perhaps with narrative that you write being more focused and tailored and limited based on its usefulness or not related to like a future a future facing document. Mm -hmm. I was kind of wondering about that same thing about, you know, like, I'm glad uh, things are kind of pointing out like the actual, like, the, the requirements, you know, that's, that's needed. But, um, yeah, definitely to be, to be using it. Um, yeah, I certainly hope that you kind of get whatever uh, gains, you know, from the evaluation and bring to, to bar school and just continue the education field. But definitely want to make sure that any of the work that we do uh, stays, you would, you know, would be very helpful to kind of keep it focused on You know, like what are some of the bigger themes that we're looking at for this superintendent, how we're judging this superintendent and our future superintendents to make sure that, you know, that they're all positioning themselves and their policies and their directives in the best way forward for, for Franklin. Right, it almost comes down to like the person and the role. You know, like recommendations for the role could still apply, but recommendations for the person And I just wonder that recommendations are just a little reduced. You know, there may be more recommendations if you, if, if I were to stay, um, but in this case, it's more, it, it's less of a forward-facing document and more of a rear-view summative. summative. Yeah. This is what happened. Um, you're doing your part by monitoring that and you know, kind of providing an overall summative look back maybe the recommendations just become, and then any narrative becomes like, for your sake too, in terms of um, how stretched thin you are um, with your responsibilities, uh, just narrower. Yeah, and I think it's, it's you know, less, I don't, I don't want our, our time over commitments, which we all have, to sort of dictate the process, but I do think that the, the, the process will be different this time, but still, that like we're we're still evaluating this past years of work, which you did a lot of work, and so I think like we owe it to you to give you feedback on all that work. It's not like you get out of here, right? You know, it's not like you. Yeah. You know. I also see it as a as an opportunity for new school committee members to learn the process right. and to kind of practice yeah. the yeah. superintendent evaluation. I think. The feedback that I've had over time is that, you know, particularly for those who aren't in education, it's very different than a performance review might be in the private sector. And so I'm also, you know, sort of um, recognizing that this is a, a practice opportunity um, for, for new school committee members who have yet to be, go through it. I hope you didn't read that as me trying to shirt. No, 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 not no, 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 no. <laughs> Working smart. Yes, yes, no, 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 I agree. It was just sort of, I think, I'm just thinking like as a, as a CYA thing as far as like process. Like we're making decisions based yeah. on what's right for the, like the superintendent evaluation process. Yeah. And uh, if I may, so the, 
Um, to your point, Lisa mentioned the, the difference between the role and the person. The goals that were voted on, were they tied to the role or the person, or was this not specified? Um, they were more um, role related, okay, I so. think. Um, so, and so, to your, to your point, Lisa, I think, so we're still evaluating you know, for the sake of moving forward you know, for the district and future goals, how well those have been fulfilled in yeah. the past year. And, provides a roadmap for uh next as well. Right. Right. And actually, you know, by the time we're really engaging in this process we'll hopefully have a setting the goals again until October, or is that something that's kind of like right from the get-go? The goals, like we set the goals to be later evaluated in the fall. And we actually don't set the goals. We give recommendations, and then in my experience here, at least so far, the superintendent takes our recommendations and, and sort of professional expertise and figures out what the goal priorities would be based on all yeah. that information. And that's the fall process. That's actually, um, by design, the Department of Education, when they revised the educator evaluation model, they incorporated more direction on the part of the educator who's being evaluated. And so as part of the self-assessment, there's a kind of an analysis that happens, and then the educator proposes goals to their evaluator. The evaluator has approval authority, um, but it's initiated typically by the educator, and so as superintendent, kind of modeling that process that occurs for all educators in the district. Um, and so, typically, the school committee has had a summer workshop, and at the summer workshop, um, things are discussed like school committee goals. Um, the first summer I was in the district, we had a summer workshop where we talked about the superintendent school committee um, working relationship. Um, we went through some of the B policies and also talked about, um, as we've done since, communication protocols. It was just a little different when I was new. Um, the summer workshop could be like a good foundation for input to the new superintendent to then be self-assessing in like the August time frame to propose goals at the start of the school year. Um, so that's what I would recommend. Um, Thanks for that clarification. You're welcome. It's just one follow-up and just branch out what days. Yeah, so the just to clarify, and so the goals will be in place until new goals are established, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, so it's still the same goals provided and not, so it's still relevant until there's new ones. Time of year, really. <laughs> I think one date that um, I didn't see on here, but I thought um, we were looking to the June 14th school committee meeting for the sharing and voting on the consensus report. Mm -hmm. okay. Which is like 
three weeks between the evidence and the report. We are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tintype Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. By the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.